a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The warriors and the braves are in their beds, the sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over the blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. Today is the 26th of July. We're almost out of July, if anyone can believe that. It was an alphabet day C. The OD shift belonged to the Raiders. Cobble Lounge cleanup was for soccer and squash. There was no birthdays today. And today's events was the Acadia climbing trip, which I'll get to in a second. We had tryouts for 15 and under handball, 11 and under baseball. And also today at rest hour was celebrity rest hour, which means Program heads like Tom and Griff and Lloyd and Mike Heward and other folks who are not normally in the bunks got to watch over rest hour. And I have to say, we, we did this at first as just an exigency. It was just something so we could get the residence life staff out of the bunks so that we could have a training and also so the boys could do their weekly questionnaires. We communicate with our boys via survey three times in a session. We want to know how things are going right away and this has turned into a huge positive because men and women who don't normally get to be in the bunks are there we have griff watching over sachem lord gets to be at a regular bunk our 21 year tennis pro who runs tournaments all over the world gets to hang out with 12 boys and they just ask him about his life and he asks them about theirs it's very very positive it's wonderful it was a wonderful accident this turned out so well Today at Lakeside, we had, of course, the waterfront, but also pro tennis, those tryouts I was talking about, and half of the bunk of Onondaga went bunk tubing. Laundry today belonged to Arapaho, Apache, and Onondaga, and tomorrow, the youngsters shall get clean. Kineo, Co., and Kennebago. This evening was our third installment of Watermelon League, which I'll get to in just a moment. And tomorrow, we have Gray Day Off, Watermelon League, Carnival, Bluey for Maury, The Talent Show, and Fireworks. Tomorrow is a very special day. It's our huge day with Camp Kippewa. Everything's awesome, just like the song, and Bluey for Maury happens. And if I may just say one thing quickly about Bluey for Maury. Years and years ago, Maury Stein was the director of Echo Lake, a now legendary camp. Just, I don't know, probably three hours from here. He was one of the first men to really professionalize camping. This is back in the 70s and 80s. And my own mentors, the leaders of Walt Whitman, Phil and Jancy Dorfman, were mentored by Maury. Maury wanted to make a camp for boys and girls who could not afford to go to camp. 
not a camp like Cobbesey or Walt Whitman or Echo Lake. And so he started an idea, literally called the Echo Lake Idea. And then tragically, Maury Stein was killed in a plane crash right before this idea was crystallized. And all of his mentees, all these camp directors who had come into their own, rose up and created Project Maury. Read about it. We're going to send you an, a link, if we haven't already, tonight. Project Maury, www.projectmaury.org. If you want to see the kind of amazing work that camping is doing for families a little less fortunate than those at Camp Cobbesey. Tomorrow, the boys are doing a hit-a-thon for Project Maury. They're going to hit on Bluey, so it's called Bluey for Maury. It's going to acquire a whole bunch of points, and then we ask that the families of Cobbesey donate for a program dedicated to kids less fortunate than ours. And it's just awesome. Last year, the two sessions combined for over $15,000, which is amazing. Totally amazing. Blew Maury's camp away. The staff and I are, are close friends. So if you can find it in your heart to donate and to be generous tomorrow, after you get the scores back for Blurry from Maury, make a big difference to your boys, make a huge difference to me and Katie and Mike and the rest of the leadership. Specifically, Tom at baseball is very, very dedicated to Project Maury. And most importantly, humongous difference to the kids of Project Maury itself www.projectmori.org. Okay, back to the blue sheet. Blue from Mori tomorrow. In the hole, the next day, the, the Braves go to Spirit Island, Katahdin, and Kennebago. There's also 12 and under football at Cobbesey and 9 and under soccer at Androscoggin. There's tryouts for climbing and 15 and under soccer. Today for Cabo Choice, the Braves got to do the Spirit Island swim. They got to go fishing. They got to do open tennis, three versus three tournament with Gabe at basketball and a Gaga tournament. Warriors got to do the Spirit Island Swim, home run derby practice at Bluey, specifically to get ready for Bluey for Mori, open tennis, punt passing kick at football, kayaking down at the waterfront, and the Spirit Island Leap with Ben and Tim, which is a high ropes element down by the fire bowl. Council and Sachem got the Spirit Island Swim. There is Be a Pool Guru with Tom and Jerome, that is billiards not waterfront and then canoeing home run derby practice mountain biking with connor and paul stand up paddleboarding ultimate frisbee which is very popular and the other half of onondaga got to go bunk tubing real quick before we get into watermelon league which is what i saw today i want to talk about the otter cliffs it's a voluntary adventure trip the boys took about 18 boys went today. It was a cool day. The sea breeze was coming off the Atlantic Ocean. And if you have never taken a look at Otter Cliffs, I suggest you go look it up on Google after this podcast. But for 200 degrees left to right, the boys see nothing but the Atlantic Ocean. It is just deep, deep azure blue and it's probably three or four stories below them. They're on this gorgeous, huge granite outcropping called the Otter Cliffs because there's often otters below. And the boys climb on the columns of granite that come out above them. And everywhere they look, it's just the Atlantic for miles and miles and miles, maybe tens to 20 miles of just blue, blue ocean, slowly undulating below them. Breathtaking is an understatement. A bunch of Cobbsy boys were there today. And it must be mentioned, the blue ocean on the blue sheet report. 
And so that is the Blue Shade Report today for the 26th of July. How about we imagine you did that? It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cabo City, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of camp itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those times are often my favorite times. However, this evening what I saw was Watermelon League. Watermelon League is our intercamp program, and basically it is fierce competition, but amongst our boys against our boys, with a very important framing of sportsmanship. Sportsmanship is the last word from the refs before the game begins, and the first word from the refs after the game is over. It is expected that the boys will acquit themselves with energy and grace and ferocity and sportsmanship. It's called Watermelon League because in the olden days, the victor of each single contest got watermelon. The loser had to watch them eat it. These days, the winner of the entire league gets watermelon, and everyone else also gets watermelon. It's an opportunity for the boys to practice leadership. Each of the age groups generates Watermelon League captains who then name their teams. We'll get to that in a second. And then there's a series of engagements. Somewhere between six and eight Watermelon League encounters, matches, basketball, football, baseball, soccer, lacrosse, tennis, but also some unconventional things like a waterfront obstacle course and Round the Bases, which we already talked about on this podcast, and a few of the other things that are particular to Camp Cobbacy for boys, like team handball, for instance. And I think that we'll get more into this a little bit later, but the best thing about it is that the boys play just as hard as they would in a travel team, except they get to switch the games up, and it's led by a boy in the same age group. And here are the names of the Watermelon League teams. For the Braves, there are four teams. Jesse's The Eliminators, Braden's Bone Crushers, Oliver's High Pants Bandits, and Colby's Savage Squad. Jesse's Eliminators, before this evening's competition, scores are still coming in, were 2-0. Braden's Bone Crushers were 1-1. Oliver's High Pants Bandits also 1-1, one and, one, and Colby's Savage Squad 0-2. For the moment, they're 0-2 for the moment. Warriors, Santi's Clauses, that'd be the Santi's Clauses, 1-1. One one. The Lime Slime Rickies, 2-0, an unconventional name, not holding them back at all. Fulton's Baby Goats, 0-2, though certainly my second favorite name. And Andrew and his All-Stars are one and one. And in Council and Sachem, our oldest boys, and one would argue our most creative. Rudd's Buds, one and one. Haas's Bosses and other above-par athletes are 0 and 2. Miller's Team of Good-Hearted People, 
one and one. Bram's happy family, two and zero. Oh. Happy indeed. Jack Del Sol's friends from the park, zero oh and two. And Leo Aronson's really good watermelon league team is indeed two and zero. Oh. We'll be posting the rosters of each of these teams because I'm sure you're wondering which one is my son on. Those will go up tomorrow morning once I have them all from the group leaders. But I thought you would like to know that Watermelon League is in full swing. We had our third engagement this evening. Like I said, scores still coming in. We'll be updating those. I'll let you know where the teams are standing shortly. What I saw tonight was, as the evening light fell, just a bunch of really great competition. Boys trying really hard, laughing, supporting each other, wearing pennies, playing refereed games. These are not pickup games. There's refs. Football has first down markers. Basketball has two refs, and so on. Gaga requires refs. I don't know if anyone's ever seen a Gaga game, but it's very important that you referee that game or someone is going to get angry. And that is what I saw today. And so that ends our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbesee for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off to sleep surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Thank you.